Welcome to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Today's episode is coming to you from the road in our mobile office. We're off visiting a number of different clients all around the States, and we decided that, hey, keep on track. Let's record while we're between clients. It's the best way to get things done, keeping proactive, being accountable to ourselves. But right now, let's get into it. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about perspective, but how we all have a little bit of different perspective based on our life experience. If you see a small child run, trip, and fall, they hurt themselves, they're screaming in agony, and far too often we say, out of a scale of 1 to 10, how much does it hurt? Oh, it's a 10. We automatically apply our own personal experiences to understand that level of pain they're talking about. But it's important to understand that we've all had different experiences. We've all handled things differently in our, in our time. A child may have felt the worst pain in their life to be a paper cut. And now that they've fallen, it's worse than that. So it's a 10 for them. So it's always important that when we're asking someone, if we're using scales that apply our own prejudice, our own assumptions onto what it should be, we ask them to elaborate on what scale they're using. So if a small child was a trip and fall and hurt themselves and they said it was a 10 out of 10, we say, okay, when was the last time you ever felt a pain like this or as near to it as possible? Oh, I had a paper cut once. Okay, now we can understand what their pain threshold is, what their scale of pain is. Now, you might be wondering, why am I talking about this as um, a leadership podcast? Well, you see, we have to handle this same prejudice and these same assumptions when we work with our team members, especially when we work with younger and new employees, people who may have never experienced something. Now, that child that was in pain, I personally know that them tripping and falling is a minuscule amount of pain. But if it is the worst they've ever experienced, their perception of what pain is, that is the absolute worst. They may not be able to comprehend what more pain could ever feel like. So it's important for us to understand and respect that and not belittle them and say, oh, that's nothing. Check out this. We need to empathize with them and educate them that, you know, it's not, it's not too bad. You'll get through this. Help them through that because it is the worst pain they've ever experienced. Now, as we deal with younger employees, people who've never worked before or maybe have never worked in your industry, for some of them, they might say, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And you might be looking at them saying, huh, that is nothing. You are privileged, young child. The fact is, they just don't know any better. They've never had to experience anything worse. So for them, that could be the most challenging thing they've ever done in their life. And it gives you the opportunity to help mentor and help train them. Give them the skills to manage the stress, the pressure that they may be feeling. Because if it is the most challenging thing they've ever done, we need to help them overcome that challenge to understand that they can handle it, to give them the skills, the coping techniques. Because one day they will come across something more challenging. And they'll realize that, you know what, that actually wasn't all that hard. 
I'm sure many of you right now are thinking back to when you were younger, or maybe just the other day when you overcame a challenge and you realized, you know, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, or that was more challenging than the last thing I did. We're constantly taking on new challenges. I use the analogy of fitness a lot to illustrate leadership techniques and to really comprehend certain aspects. When we first start lifting weights, when you're deadlifting, 100 kilos might seem impossible, but eventually you reach that 100 kilo deadlift. And you realize, you know, that wasn't too bad. And they move on to 120, to 140, and it keeps adding on and on. Now, we always come across that barrier saying, this is the most challenging thing I've ever done. And that's the important thing to understand is it's the most challenging thing you've ever done today. There's always tomorrow. It can always be more challenging tomorrow, but it just means there's another way to overcome another victory to be held tomorrow. When we work with our younger employees, it's really important for us to understand that they've not experienced the things that we've had that the policies and procedures are in place within the business to help make their life easier. Constantly reminding employees of a time that they were never there for doesn't really do much. It doesn't really allow them to understand to the same degree we hope. If they've never experienced that level of challenge, they can't comprehend it. There's an old story about back in South America when the first settlers, the Spanish, were coming to... Some might say invade, we're not going to go down that road. But when the Spanish were first coming to settle this new land, there are stories saying that the natives to the land did not see the vessels. They would stare out into the ocean and all of a sudden one day, poof, there are these people on the shoreline. And this is how the story goes, that all of a sudden these people just magically appeared and then eventually they could see the ships that were already tied up on the shorelines that had been there for days. See, the reason the story is so relevant is that the natives to this land never knew of such giant sailing vessels. They could not comprehend the idea of vessels so large and so powerful that they could travel the seas. So when they looked out, their minds could not comprehend what was in front of their eyes. And they just could not see these ships. But people wearing clothes that they did not recognize, they could understand that because they too wore clothes, they too were people. And it took them time to see the ships. It took them time to change their perspectives, to be exposed to these new things. That's how it is for many employees as they come up. If they come across a new challenge that they've never once experienced in their life, they may not have the coping techniques to handle it. Now, often we refer to the people, young people in particular, as snowflakes because they've never been given, you know, the skills. But in fairness, they were never exposed to it in the first place. If someone's been sheltered their entire life, and we've all been sheltered in one degree or another, it's our job as leaders, as mentors, to help them understand, help them develop the skills they need to overcome this challenge. And the reason this is so important, the reason we need to help them with these techniques, is so that when they come across another more challenging obstacle down the line, we need to ensure that they have the skills or a baseline to handle it. With something more challenging being thrown upon them, they most likely will struggle. 
But if they have never been given any coping techniques or shown the tools within the workforce to handle such obstacles, they will not handle it in any way at all. So this is why it's important for us to keep our own perspectives in check, to really understand that not everyone has had the same life experiences as us. For some of us, we might use that as a bragging right. Well, I used to walk uphill both ways, 10 kilometers through the snow. That's how I got to school every day. But for others, they've only walked 10 minutes. So for them to walk a kilometer over an hour, that itself will be so much more challenging. And that could be the most challenging thing that they've ever done. Now to a few of us listening, yes, you can say this is definitely privilege. We've all been privileged in one way or another. We're seeing examples of people having their privilege checked around the globe as we handle more of the racial injustices. But it's important for us to keep in mind the workforce that many of us have been privileged in one way or another. Perhaps you're in a family business and it's your family and you've been given many graces, the ability to learn many techniques, and you've been privileged in that way. Or maybe you've been there forever and you've learned how hard it used to be and how much better it is now. So when someone new comes in and says, man, this is challenging, rather than say, yeah, if you were here 10 years ago when we were doing all this by hand, it's not necessarily setting you up to be in the most empathetic light. And it's important as a leader that we remember this that we need to instill confidence within our team. If this is the most challenging thing someone has ever done, respect that. Don't belittle them for never experiencing anything worse in their life. So the question is, how can you adjust? How can you improve? How can you understand? Well, just like I used the example of asking the child to give you an example of what was the most painful thing you've ever felt in comparison, Ask someone, all right, if this is the most challenging thing you've ever done, what used to be the hardest thing? What was the hardest thing you've ever done beforehand? And once you have that scale, you can then understand where they are, how they are measuring things. If you've never been outside of your town and then you travel interstate, that might seem such like such a, an amazing amount of distance. I remember talking with friends from England many years ago and they were amazed that at one point I had a long distance relationship with a girl who lived nine hours away. They could just not comprehend this. I was like, well, you know, that's not that uncommon where we were. You know, I lived far away and they explained, well, for us, that's multiple countries apart. It was at that point that I realized that their unit of measurement was very much different than mine. We use the same measuring skills, but the sensation and emotional attachment to distance was very much different. For me, nine hours apart was a few cities. We were still within the same province in Canada. We were not even you know, at polar opposites. But for them, the concept of dating someone in a different country, multiple countries away, was just absurd. They explained that they would rarely date someone from a different town, let alone two towns away, because the travel was so immense. I explained that as I grew up, the next town over was 
45 minutes away. So it was not uncommon for us to date people from the next town or multiple towns away. But it was just the next town over. So our units, our perception was very much different. And this is what I want you to remember as a leader is that we've all have different experiences. We've all had our perceptions altered to suit our world and our experiences. It did not make their experience of long distance relationships any less valid than it made mine. We just had different levels. And this is why as leaders, we need to make sure that we understand our teams. It's super important. If you don't know, feel free to ask if you have the ability for someone's references, someone's resume, look at their past experience, get an idea of what they've done. Ask these questions. What is the most challenging thing you've done? Give me an example. What is the most difficult thing you've ever approached? And then rather than think that they're not capable of handling a problem, ask how they handled that. If you're an IT company and you've got some younger person and they say, oh, the most difficult thing I've ever dealt with was trying to coach my father on how to turn a computer on. For some of us, we might laugh and say, well, that's so simple. But if that was the most difficult thing for them, find out how they actually handled that. How did they feel? Once you start understanding these things, you'll be able to give them the skills needed to handle more challenging things. You see them then dealing with a customer who's having serious hardware techniques and remind them, say, remember, remember when you dealt with your father, remember how stressful it was. Think back to that. Use those same techniques that you used back then as applied to this new, more difficult problem. It doesn't make your life experiences any less more valid than it does for another individual. It simply means you have a different scale of experience and a different scale of perceptive um, different challenges. It's really important for us as leaders to remember that as we employ more younger people and as we as their mentors or leaders, an older generation, are constantly working to make life easier and better for others, we cannot punish, we cannot penalize those younger than us who've never experienced the hardships that we did. We've made the world better for them. So in one instance, it's actually our fault that we've made their life easier and that they've never dealt with such hurdles, such challenges. Keep in mind that we've all experienced different things. We all have had different challenges in our life. The only way we're going to learn and improve is by experiencing new obstacles, new challenges. So as I mentioned earlier, rather than think someone's not skilled or capable of handling the larger challenges that you're dealing with within your business, find out what was the most challenging thing they dealt with and ask them to walk you through that experience. This is not to belittle or to insult their experience, but to understand how they handled one of the most stressful moments of their life. Will it remain the most stressful moment of their life? Most definitely not. As we get older, we deal with more stressful things. But reflecting on how we overcame challenges when we were younger will allow us to overcome challenges as we get older. We often make things more difficult than what they truly need to be. We do this fantastic activity. It's called Everybody Up. And the challenge is very simple, in essence. You and a partner or partners must stand up at exactly the same time while staying somehow physically connected. What I mean by that is 
you must stand up holding hands or being back to back. You stand up at the same time so your heads are level or as level as they can be according to your height difference. As the game goes on, we make the groups larger and larger and larger until eventually everybody's all in one giant group. As the groups get larger, things get more challenging. It's very rare that come the end when we have groups of 30 trying to all stand up simultaneously united while being physically connected that they're able to effectively pull this off. The reason being is they overcomplicate it. So during our, through our coaching, we then help them break down what was the easiest time. What group size was the easiest for you to stand up connected? They often come to a unilateral decision and we say, is there any way to adapt that to how you're currently being challenged and often they realize that they can reduce the level of challenge while still operating within the same parameters see this challenge makes you make yourself more challenged it makes you stress yourselves out you add more levels of difficulty and you overcomplicate things as you go so you need to reduce it back to being simple it's the same thing as we discuss with perspective and making people get these skills to overcome challenge. Think back to when things were easier, when you dealt with the very challenging experience when you were younger. What skills do you use then? Are any of those skills relevant now? Well, yes, they are. Okay, well then ad adapt them and put them into use here. You already have the skills. You just never use them in this sort of environment. So next time you're dealing with an employee who is new or relatively inexperienced, and you see them stressing, help them get back to basics. Help them remember when they dealt with one of the most challenging things, when they overcame an obstacle. How did you do that? What's so different about that than this? Don't belittle each other because you've dealt with more. If you've never gone days without knowing when your next meal is coming, then you truly don't understand what it means to be hungry. I personally have gone days without food, for fasting. But I always knew when my next meal was. It was whenever I wanted it to be. I could quit at any moment. I could then go and grab food from the fridge. Sure, I felt hungry, but was I? did I truly understand what hunger was? No, and I still don't. Because I've never had to actually be part of a situation where I did not know when my next meal was coming. And I mean genuinely not know. Not so much the, oh, it could be at one, it could be at two. Just having a zero idea when food is going to grace my lips. Does not mean that my experience is any less more relevant. I just have not dealt with the same struggles. So I may not be as well equipped. But if I handled that well, I can sympathize. And that's the thing I want you to really take away from this episode today. Is to empathize and sympathize with each other. Just because you've never known what hunger truly is does not mean you can't understand how it feels to be hungry for a few hours. The skills you employed then allow you to extrapolate what it feels like. And that is the same thing. Is if you're working in an environment and you're dealing with an obstacle which is 7 out of 10 for the scale of difficulty, but you have others who are at 10 out of 10, you can extrapolate the stress and pressure that they are feeling, knowing full well that it's not that hard. But it's your job as a leader 
to help them build those skills. I want to thank you once again for joining us for a Leadership and Culture podcast today. From the whole team here, Premier Team Building and the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture podcast, I want to say thank you. And remember that we all have different experiences that allow us to grow in different ways. We each overcome challenges our own unique ways. But the most important thing is remember, you got this.